0: $5 minimum balance required.
1: The Fan. Did I say something crazy? Crazy. I, I'm just crazy. I think if there was a ratio of good to bad Beach Boys songs, bad will win.
2: Listen, man, to each his own. To each his own. Demito Cellini, The Fan. 680 and 93.7 FM on a Thursday morning into the afternoon. We thank you all for taking the time to listen. I mean, that's what 60 years combined of sports talk experience in the city of Atlanta will get you. Comments like that. And that's what you're listening to right now. Listen, and you got Chuck and Chernoff after us. 50 that's years nice. plus of sports talk experience. I do research over. I know you I do. don't
1: just throw out those statements like that. You, you know, go into the bunker the
2: every night. Some people go into the bunker a couple of times a year. Every night you're in the bunker doing research.
1: I don't do these things pell-mell. I don't not. say these
2: things randomly. We base these things on facts. I'm working. That's what, you, that's what you do. The hardest working that's man debatable. ever in sports talk radio. And we thank you for taking the time to listen. No matter where you are, working, not working, you can listen for free. You got the fan app that is driven to you by Beaver Toyota of coming. And Beaver Direct is the quickest and easiest way to shop for a car online. You've got also 680thefan.com, Podcast Park. Buck's Beat is up there. Episode 92. I just heard him talking about yes, that sir-y. as he shares his thoughts on the Raheem Morris hire and oh. Raheem Morris, Domino, as you know, but for those that don't, Uh will be formally introduced to the media at 2 o'clock. The press conference is scheduled for Monday, which means we can't be there. Uh I know you're thinking about leaving early. I am. You're not. I'm not thinking about it. I am. Well, if you're leaving, then I'm leaving. And I don't know what we're going to do in the 1 o'clock hour. If you go, I go. Interesting. Lear, it's our chance. Yep. We'll take care of it. Wherever you go, I go.
1: Coach goes, I go. Do you think they schedule
2: (laughs) it there so you couldn't be able to come. So
1: were you Jimmy Chitwood all of a sudden? Yeah. If you go, I go. Wow. You stay, I stay. Interesting. It's that simple. I don't think that's how management is going to see it. But okay, I I just believed I was going. Like, are you telling me now something that you know or? Well, I mean, I, was I, on, I wasn't even assuming
2: it. I just right. I just knew I'm leaving. I mean, I, I RSVP'd for the. Press conference through the Falcons as well. Uh-huh. Everything's formally done nowadays. You can't just show up like you used to be able to. I so, signed a seat, so technically my name is on the list. Yeah.
1: I believe what I was told is I will be standing in the parking lot. I'm not going to be allowed in. I don't even know. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know if I got that email. Should I look?
2: Um, you may want to double check or okay. circle back. I don't think it matters because you're not going. You can't go. We're on the air. It's not a crapshoot. And we are going to carry the press conference live yeah. when it begins yeah. at 2 o'clock. That's nice,
1: and I'm going to carry it live because I'm going to be sitting there. I will carry it live myself. Do you think they started be it live.
2: at 2 knowing that you can't show up? No.
1: No, 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 no. We don't have that kind of power. I don't know why it's down there. That's their decision. I don't know why the time is what it is. Um, I would have thought, so I'm going to be honest. I would have thought they would have started it a little bit later, and I'll tell you why. Live hits. Isn't that what the uh, TV people want to do? Live here at Mercedes Benz Stadium. I am following every minute of the press conference, or it gets done and you do a live hit talking about what was said.
2: Yeah, because like the early news starts around five. Yeah, I think sometimes four. four, Yeah, Yeah. I mean, they keep pushing the envelope. So maybe two o'clock, some of them do start. I don't
1: know. No, I think they still have like Judge Joe Brown on and. There's probably a soap opera or two still left, right? General Hospital, I think, is still on. There's a couple of
2: stragglers out there. But, yeah, it started later the last time and a little bit closer to us. We were able to go this time around 2 o'clock. I'm I'm just going. All right. Well, like I said, you may want to take it up with management because management, if you're listening right now, if Domino goes, I go. If he stays, I stay. It's that simple. Okay.
1: We'll see how this plays out. It'll be interesting maybe even during the first break. We might come back after one break and have this thing settled. We probably won't, but there's a chance by 2 o'clock today we'll have the answer.
2: Um, hopefully. You could follow along at the X platform as well and find out what that answer is going to be. That's all brought to you by Check my Paris Cherokee Casino and a Resort at Matt Lear at Road Dog 680. At Chris D'Amino, at Chalini Nick at 680. The fan, I don't know what made me think of this. I think I was listening to Led Zeppelin uh-huh. last night, so I... I asked the question on the X platform, what is the ultimate stoner song? Because you Uh, could pick a lot of Led Zeppelin songs, a lot of them.
1: Some of them are a little bit too loud to be stoner songs. I think stoner songs, look, look, there's that head-banging,
2: I don't think that's a weed thing. No. Like Metallica, that's not a stoner deal. That's an anger deal. Yeah,
1: Led Zeppelin, Uh, yeah, probably. Some of it might be a little bit harder than you want, but
2: there's... To me a stoner
1: song is, hey man.
2: Like Dazed and Confused by Led Zeppelin and the movie. Hey it's man. It's called Dazed and Confused for a reason.
1: What's what's the reason?
2: Because you're high. Uh-oh. That's why. I, I'm
1: not a big I'm not a weak guy. I I wonder what would happen if I if I smoked and then listened to like five stoners. So songs.
2: you're gonna do it old school. You're gonna smoke it. Oh yeah. You're gonna get the spleef. Yeah, I'm not doing comedies like that. One hitters. Yeah. That's you believe in. I might bong it out. Where's oh, all sweet. the weed? In every sense of the word. Yeah. I, I don't even you... know if
1: weed is good anymore. I have no idea if, like, weed, weed is good anymore. Everybody's
2: it's got Like street own... weed or going to the dispensary weed? Oh, I don't want to go to a, to a dispensary. Don't you it's... think it's more quality there?
1: Let me tell you what I think it is. It's like me listening to books and not reading them. I say it all the time. I'm cheating. I'm listening to books so and not reading. So going to the
2: dispensary it's is cheating. cheating. You need to buy it from a street dealer. Yeah.
1: I don't even know if there's good weed anymore.
2: I have no idea if weed is good anymore. No, that's old school. I mean, the dispensary is the way to go now because you know it's good. There's no stems and seeds in there. Yeah. You know
1: what? Again, I never, ha- I never really had as big a problem with that. Now, if you cheated me on the bag count, if you cheat, like if it was, if there was too much, and I go, come on, come on, this isn't. I shouldn't have paid this money for this bag because it's stems and seeds. And I gotta—I don't mind sorting. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of cool with that. Just don't cheat me on the
2: camera. It's like that scene in Curb Your Enthusiasm. The heavy guy from Lost <laughs> is the pot dealer on the street, and Larry David comes up. All right, just hand me the money. Do I hand you the money? for? Just hand me the money. <laughs> I didn't see this. All right, here. Now, don't look at me. Now, keep walking. Go. Walk. Which way? I don't care. Just walk. <laughs> That's what you prefer. Yeah, I told you.
1: It was an apartment building right by Rutgers. And you'd put the money in a slot on a basement level. And a guy would open up a window on the third floor and throw your bag out. Hmm. I don't know him. He
2: doesn't know me. So it's just a business deal. Well, it's if you go to the dispensary, it's a, it's a business deal yeah, as feels well. Like it feels like it's cheating. Anyway, that's the question uh, of the I'm day. I'm curious to see what some of the answers might be. So, as Raheem Morris is getting ready to face the media on Monday, they continue to add coaches. I guess Ike Hilliard who has worked a couple of different places with Raheem Morris, is now going to be the receivers coach. Jerry Gray is coming back, and we know about the other changes. Dave Huxtable mm. is the defensive assistant, and I think there's someone that's a chief of staff, which I don't think I've ever seen in the history of the NFL. Steve Skarnecchia mm-hmm. is the Falcons' chief of staff. Is, so it's a political awesome. organization now. That is awesome. That's That's tremendous.
1: No, he's been around forever. He's he's ascended. I'm assuming
2: Dante Scarnecchia, yeah. I believe, was his dad. I think so too. If not, they're related. I admit. Scarnecchia is not really a no. common name, let alone in NFL circles. But yeah, oh. now they've got a
1: chief of staff. Oh, he's a nepo baby.
2: Damn. What does the chief of staff do? I,
1: I, you know what? I'm going to ask on Monday when I get to that press conference. I don't know what you're going to be doing here. You'll be talking
2: about something. <laughs> no, no, blab, I'm going to be doing a doing a uh, crossover blabity no, blab. Not me. I'm going to be right beside you. If you go, I go. I'm not kidding about this. All right. I am not man in the Ford
1: here. I don't I don't care what you do. I don't. Like it's well, that's the Monday afternoon.
2: It's the least surprising th- thing <laughs> I'll hear all day that you don't care what I do.
1: I mean you could do you could do wonderful things. Mm-hmm. I doesn't doesn't phase me. But you way. think
2: again we're gonna see Raheem, we're gonna see Arthur Blank, and we're gonna see Terry Fox. Hey, Terry's back. It's gonna be three seats and those are gonna be the three seats. Yes. Yeah, I think I Yes. What if I go in there and I hold a sign that says free rich? Oh, interesting! Don't hold a sign. Uh, have it on a t-shirt. Do a
1: t-shirt. So have like a
2: a sweater that unzips in the front, yeah. and then when the press conference yes. starts, yes, unzip it to yes. reveal the yes. free rich t-shirt. And
1: then maybe you can throw uh, pumpkin soup on somebody.
2: Yeah. Hmm. I'm so angry about this. Hmm. It'll actually hit somebody there yeah. as opposed yeah. to the Mona Lisa. Well, I don't look.
1: think I don't think they're doing it behind plexiglass.
2: No. Cars. So Terry Fontenot, you know, when you look at who's left from when he first took the job. Mm-hmm three years ago, yeah. six key members of this team. That's all that's left. Jake Matthews, Grady Jarrett, Chris Lindstrom, Caleb McGarry, A.J. Terrell, and their kicker, Young Way Koo. That's it. Hmm.
1: Well, there's a change that's uh, taking place over there. You know what? They, we got rid of the losers. I think that might be And he up.
2: built the defense. Ten of the top 11 defenders acquired by Fontenot, eight as free agents. Okay. So we asked, what has he done so far? Well, yeah. he's, he's built up the defense. He's earned the right to have his chair back.
1: He... he was it a power struggle? I don't know. He won. He won. I hope he's good at his job. I hope he has his job for the next 10 years. I hope there's not another one of these for 10 years. Well, that didn't work out. We're going to try it again.
2: And also, he has to work on the quarterback, which everybody knows. And ESPN put together the offseason of quarterback moves, trade signings, cuts, draft picks. You know what they have the Falcons doing? Who
1: did, who, who did it? And I'll tell you what I think they did.
2: ESPN staff NFL
1: writers. Didn't read it yet. So I'm going to say they have them moving up. They don't have them moving up, no. They get Justin Fields? No. Interesting. They, they, they pick at eight and they take a quarterback? Nope. Oh, they move back?
2: No. Oh, what do they do? They, after Denver releases him, sign Russell Wilson Go to ahead. a three-year, $36 million deal with $20 million guaranteed. Interesting. Because they think Denver's going to eat the $85 oh. million in dead money okay. to rid themselves of Russell Wilson. Wow. Because I
1: did hear that they want to try to trade up and get Caleb Williams. I don't know if that's true or not, but you're not going to have Russell Wilson and Caleb Williams. Now if you take him at one, two, or three for sure. You're I start still him. think
2: if you take the strangeness away, and it's it's not easy to divide the two, I think Russell Wilson can still be a very good quarterback. Maybe I'm wrong about that. It wasn't bad in Denver, but something obviously went haywire with him. Yeah, I told you what it was. He's goofy. So
1: you're, you're telling me we sign him and we tell him leave Goofy at the door?
2: I mean, Sean Payton tried that. It didn't work. But maybe you try it again if you're Raheem Morris and Zach Robinson, the offensive coordinator.
1: Three years, $36 million, 20 guaranteed? Wow. Times are getting hard for him. What's his wife going to say about that? Because I, I think they're, you know.
2: Well, Sierra, you're in Atlanta. You got a chance to be a part of the music community here. Okay. You sell her on that, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know.
1: What is she going to say about three years and $36 million?
2: I can't answer that.
1: Russell's better than that. What I'm going to say how is, how
2: dare you? He's made a lot of money. Over oh, okay, years. okay. Oh, so that he's got that going. Yeah. So him. it's relatively cheap. A guy that's got a Super Bowl ring. At eight, I get to pick what another weapon for him,
1: or what do um, we doing? You edge could. rusher.
2: You could take an edge rusher. On, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm always nervous about this team taking an edge rusher in uh-huh. the draft because, yeah, well, a, yeah. history. A, history takes care of itself. If you wonder why, may I? May I make an analogy? Tech McKinley, Vic Beasley, Jamal Anderson. Those are just three names. Drafted in the first round off the top of my head.
1: May, may, I, may I make an analogy? It's like, well, why are you getting married for the fifth time? Haven't you
2: realized this this doesn't work for you? And I know you're not supposed to be guilty yeah, yeah, yeah the, the sins, sins of the father, father. But still, there's an association there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get it. It just seems like they walk into that practice facility and they don't want to play football quite as much. And
2: maybe I'll have a sack this week, but maybe I won't. You know, I'll get, like, five sacks in two weeks, and then I won't have a sack the rest of the year. Things like that. You know, I like them in bunches. I just, I need some consistency. That's all. Anywho, we'll talk more Falcons uh, coming up in just a few minutes, but let's hit the bongos, shall we? Because the bongos mean headlines around these parts. You well,
1: know, it's a headline that was just created on this show. What time am I leaving on Monday? And Very true. I'm going to go see management about I think it's. And by the way, don't you follow me.
2: No, no, Tom, we'll you wait. go talk to management because when you talk to management, I want you to amend that statement. What time are we leaving? Uh, listen, I'm not speaking for you. No, where you go, I go. I'm speaking for myself and you. Adam and I are in. Right here on the air. You may have a different mix during the 1 o'clock hour on Monday. Get ready to booze it up, Georgia fans. We go on campus a little past noon. Matt Olsen's Braves Fest Talk with Chris Domino sees the light of day. We'll play that around 1220. And what do the Hawks need to adjust to simply break even? You're NBA Minute happens at 12.50. Just to simply break even. You heard me. When we come back, our Patrick Mahomes is apparently just an ordinary average guy like the rest of us. We stay with the NFL next here on Domino Ancelini. It's the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM.
0: Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words. It's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com John. First Horizon Bank member FDIC.
3: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy. Celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. (laughs) I was gonna
1: get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Uh, simple,
2: straightforward. My, 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 as far as an answer to our X platform question of the day, well, I'm going to go with what wait. is the ultimate stoner song?
1: Way too obvious, but it does. It sort of brings a smile on my face when I hear it. Like once every two or three years, I kind of go. You just say a broom? Oh, I understand. It's going to do something, but I got hot.
2: You mean Ocellini, the fan, six eighty and ninety three hey. seven FM? Appreciate way. you taking the time to listen.
1: Don't go talk to management right now about this Monday thing. We're good.
2: So they're letting you go and no, no, I'm staying Listen, behind?
1: I don't, I'm not telling you anything. I'm not management. I'm not a suit. I,
2: I think you said something.
1: without I'm saying. I am not a suit. What I was told is don't you go bother them. Okay. That's what I was told. <laughs> Just
2: stay out of that, out of that office on yes. the other side of the building, if you will. You heard uh, Adam Gillespie, the road dog, talking about it during his update. $390 million going to pass through to build that new arena up there in Forsyth County. That doesn't happen unless somebody behind the scenes, behind the scenes, behind the scenes made a promise to somebody as far as the NHL coming to the city of Atlanta for the third wall. time. Build that wall.
1: Yes. They, they've been told. I don't think we're going to, you know, Muppets on ice is nice, but. That could be done at State Farm Arena. Monster trucks. Well, no, no, no. So I'm going exp- to, I'm not, I don't want to host Explain to you. I apologize for that. One of the things that happens, like, at the outdoor venue up in Alpharetta, compare, they, they figure out, oh, I can get two crowds. Right. I can play Lakewood, and then I can play Alpharetta. And I'm giving, you know, two groups of people a chance to maybe come see me. Yeah, oh, it's Muppets convenient to go.
2: On ice isn't really going to, you know, pay right. the freight. Right. The you NHL get, is going to pay the freight.
1: You get three days of that, and, and, and cool, they move on. Here come the monster trucks. I don't think they're building for that reason. Yeah.
2: I got to go see an ice skating Kermit. Again, that's not going to be a reason something. to float $390 million through. I've
1: done. I've seen those shows. Do you know what the biggest trick is they do during those shows? Disney is guilty of this, man. Oh, yeah, We saw, like, whatever. I don't even know what it was. I'm not even sure. Like, Frozen. Uh, they, they skate around to the music and they're all dressed up. Whatever. Some Disney show. They have an intermission. Ask me what they do in intermission. They sell everything. They bring stuff to your yeah. seats.
2: You don't have to go anywhere. I've been there, brother. Uh been there, done that. Oh, what is that?
1: It's a cup with a princess on top of it? How much is that, $18? And especially
2: if you have daughters, like we have daughters, oh. and they go, Daddy, you're going to say no? No. When they're five, now no. You buy the $18 cup. I own all this no now. And that's who profits. It's all mine. The evil mouse behind the scenes. So, yeah, it's going to happen. Now, when it's going to happen, I don't know, but it's going to happen.
1: There, there's, there's talk they could expand to 36 teams, the NHL. Because they're getting, I don't know, what, what the investment is. Somebody was just sold. I, I, I'm going to bring this in. The Orioles, I just read, again, because I'm so stupid. I'm reading the business side of a bunch of things. The Orioles' price was low. 1.7 was low. They must have cash flow problems. I started to read this whole time. But an NHL team, uh, the value of these things have gone up. Is it going to cost a billion and a half just to, just to play, get behind the rope? I don't know. It's going to be fascinating to see how much money... If you add multiples of teams, go add four teams and tell owners, here, you're going to split six million dollars, six billion dollars, excuse me. There's going to be a party in those homes. Like, even though you're rich, some richer than others, but if you're rich and you're told you're going to get money just because, oh, I don't know, Atlanta gets another hockey team or Seattle gets a hockey team, whoever the hell it is, that's that's a
2: good day. Do you think behind the scenes they already have yeah. that list in their door yes. as yes. far as possible owners? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Salt Lake City, somebody was saying at Salt Lake City, oh, we drew pretty pictures. They drew pretty pictures of a baseball stadium. We want Major League Baseball. That's there are
2: people talking with the NHL right yeah. now as yes. far as who's going to own this team.
1: Absolutely. And I don't know. And if it's not
2: going to be the Spirit LLC. I'll no, give you no. a no I
1: don't think they're getting a second chance. Hello? Like we always talk about hanging up the phone? Yeah. Uh, Commissioner, Mike Guerin's on a little, uh, g- hello? Tell him I'm out sick. I never want to speak to that man again. You know the rules, Lucille. I, that's how I see it in my head. Yeah,
2: receptionist by the name of Lucille. But the point is... Yeah, it's coming. All their ducks are in a
1: row. The land developing guy probably is going to have a piece of it. If not, I actually own it. The guy who's building the buildings. I, I don't know what kind of money he has. Is Arthur Blank one in? Does Tony Wrestler one in? You're going to have, I don't want to say they're going to be lined up around the block, but they're going to be, guys are going to have their money
2: out. Yeah, you bring up Arthur Blank. I guess he is going to be honored in May in New York City with the Sports Business Journal's Lifetime Achievement Award. And we can joke about Arthur and we could talk about the quarterback situation and the press conference debacle. But the bottom line is when you talk about what he has given to various causes, you understand Mm -hmm. why he is very, very deserving of this award.
1: I also think, is he in, Adam, can you look, is he one of the guys in that, I think it's the Bill Gates Foundation. Is it Gates? Gates' wife? I don't know. There's this thing where, like, all these billionaires said, yep, yep, I'm not leaving it all to them. You guys are going to get a big chunk of it. I think he might have been on that list initially when they went to, like, billionaires, and they said, don't you think we should leave the planet in a better place? Now, he owns a bunch of land. He's certainly an outdoors guy. I think that's been a big cause of his. A
2: $200 million to a new children's hospital, I guess it's going to be in his mother's name, right?
1: Do you not see what's happening
2: off of 85? Yeah, it that's says him. Arthur Blank Hospital. That, that's all him. It and says Arthur Blank Hospital on the building. And then a $50 million donation to U.S. Soccer for the National Training Center. So all of these things, that's just one of many things, or two of many things in this case, of what Arthur Blank has given to over the years, and that's why he's getting this award. You think one of his kids says, Dad, slow down. Jeez, leave some for us.
1: I think probably they're smart enough to know. Arthur's, value, his, his net worth, I think, is over $7 billion now. So he's doing charitable things, no doubt about it. But the business side is still the business side. He's getting in with U.S. soccer because he wants to. He loves the game. But why do you spend his son money? son loves the
2: game. Why do you spend money? Because yeah, you know, unless it's the hospital, yeah, yeah, why yeah. do you spend money? Because you can make money right. in the business of sports, or you think you're going to make money. You're going to make that back and then some.
1: I don't even know how the accounting works. Like how you have two hundred? How do you give two hundred million dollars to somebody? You Venmo, PayPal? Yeah,
2: I I don't. Does that work? I don't think it's quite that simple. But I think that you know. Is it a big big check? Here you go. Build yeah. a hospital. You give them a massive publishers clearinghouse uh, check.
1: It says Arthur Blank Hospital right on the hospital. I drove by it the other day. Did you go with us that day? We went over there.
2: Um, I don't, I don't believe I was okay. there. No, huh. I, would, no, have I Listen, would have remembered that. Here's, here's the thing. I don't th- I don't think you include me in those. Then ships. we set
1: then we set a precedent. I can go someplace you don't have to go. The okay, precedent is well, I set. guess
2: that settles the press conference issue at 2 o'clock Domino on Monday.
1: V. Cellini. We now... Your Honor, I would like to point to the precedent,
2: the Choa incident. Your Honor, the defense rests. The uh, Falcon star of Hard Knocks, a while back, calls it quits. That story in about five minutes. Punching it in from the goal line. This is the drive into the red zone. All right, so, Pat Mahomes... Has thrown 39 touchdown passes in his postseason career, which means if he throws one touchdown pass in Super Bowl 58, he'll tie Peyton Manning for fifth most in the history of the NFL. Second place is currently a tie between Montana and Aaron Rodgers. They got 45. Brett Favre's got 44. It doesn't matter, though. The record is still a long ways away. Tom Brady's got 88 postseason touchdown passes which I, i don't even i don't even understand that
1: tom brady has entered the jerry rice territory you can argue about basketball you can argue about baseball you can argue about you know i think we're probably selling tom brady short and it's going to take patrick mahomes getting to how many does he have now
2: mahomes has 39
1: okay so he's almost halfway there When he gets to 44, somebody's going to bring up Tom Brady's 88. And you're going to go, that guy's got twice as many as that guy.
2: Who's going to play that long, first of all? I don't think Mahomes is going to want to play that long. You never know, but at 45, is he still going to be playing NFL football? Probably. The odds are against that.
1: I don't know if he's willing to make the commitment on his body either. I'm not kidding. Speaking
2: speaking of which. I know, I saw.
1: I saw the picture. You want to talk about looking like a regular guy.
2: He said, inside the NFL, you're going to do me like that? Um, on the X platform inside the NFL, the show, they shared some footage of the celebration Yeah. after the Chiefs yeah. won the conference championship and Patrick Mahomes didn't have his shirt on. And let's just say Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a six-pack in this picture. Could have been the way he was standing. Just could have been the angle. Or, or could have been the way he's
1: living. Or he's got a dad bod. Yeah, he's got a dad bod. Now, I thought maybe that was an older picture and he's sort of, you know, well, I got to take care of that. I'm, I'm an NFL quarterback. That guy goes into the shower. You know what he... Listen, he's got rings. He's got two rings. Somebody wants to look at him a little bit goofy. You? Hey, hey, hey. By the way, why are you... Look, look at these. These are rings. He's got Greg Maddux in him. You just look and you go, oh, it's not overly impressive. Uh, what does
2: uh, Greg Maddux tell you?
1: Uh, can't pull... He, he
2: can't pull fat. That's right. And he's not... Listen, he's not obese. No, no, no. He, he just has... Um, a dad body. Yeah. He's got the little belly. Yeah.
1: He's a Super Bowl champion. He's, now, I will say this. I'm a mess now, but at 28, I wasn't. 28, I could have walked around with no shirt on. Nobody was going to accuse me of
2: anything. I mean, you saw me when I was 27, bowling with Bill Belichick. You saw that. I mean, I I think the evidence speaks for itself. Yeah. Tight
1: jeans pegged up. Yep. Sleeves kind of rolled up. That's right. Yeah, I did see
2: it. Still benching over 300 pounds, brother.
1: Yeah, I'm still, I'm I'm trying to get that picture out of my head. You at, how old were you then? I I was 27. Okay. it's a good look. Should bring it back.
2: You know, it was the style back. then. Yeah, someone said it? those jeans were too tight. I said it was 1993. Everybody was wearing oh, tight pants. You,
1: you were showing like, look at me.
2: <laughs> I should recreate
1: that. Yeah, you should recreate that picture. The body would look a little bit. Different. I'll be Bill Belichick in the background <laughs> holding a bowling ball.
2: <laughs> I put a rug on uh, Travis Kelsey talked about wearing all black The team they came in all black To the conference championship game and they're Why were they goals. going to a funeral Well he said Chris Jones made sure to tell everybody Their defensive lineman, We're going in there we're going to hit the bank Like Chiefs-a-holic baby <laughs> Now that's funny <laughs> That Chiefs-a-holic guy is the guy that was running around yeah. Robbing banks Yeah. So that I guess they paid tribute to him
1: What a tribute it was they want another one of these AFC championship games. We're going to the Super Bowl. What do you think they do walking into the Super Bowl? Do you go back to that, or you you have to come up with something different?
2: Well, I would hope they wouldn't go. Remember when LeBron and the Cavs yeah. wore the yeah. schoolboy outfit? Yeah. There really is no reason to no. do that. Like oh, if, because you could. Everybody looked like Angus Young. Because you, you could. AC/DC. Did they? Well, Did I mean, that. that's the outfit they got They looked on. more
1: ridiculous than Angus Young. <laughs> that's Angus it. Young is 80. That's he's still doing it. And he he's is. grown-ass men in good shape. Look more ridiculous than Angus Young. He, he
2: is still doing it. Uh, by the way, we got some breaking news. The Commanders have named Dan Quinn as their new head coach. Yeah. Wow! Just breaking down. news. It is breaking Adam news. Dan Schefter. So, All right. Congratulate Coach Quinn. He yeah. got the job. Yeah. Oh. Everybody was laughing at the Commanders because of how they mismanaged the entire Ben Johnson situation. While well, Dan Quinn benefited. You got that right, Chris. it. Both of us here, coach. Oh. All right. I gotta send a text. So back on top in the NFL as a head coach is Dan Quinn. Brock Purdy, we know, was Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. Nick Bosa, uh, quite the opposite. He was the second pick in the draft. And after the game on Sunday night, Nick Bosa goes up to Brock Purdy, allegedly, and says, how how did you become and did you think you'd ever be this good? How much confidence did you have? Because I was the second pick and I lacked confidence. I guess you got to have Confidence. To do anything, let alone lead a team to a Super Bowl as a quarterback, as Mister Irrelevant. So,
1: um, are we? Are we still? How? I, th- he's going to live with that forever. What if? Yeah. What? What happens if he wins the Super Bowl? Is it like to me?
2: I I'd would embrace it, like Tom Brady did. Embrace it. Too. It's an inspirational story. Yes, Tom Brady. I, I think he's rewriting history in his own head because they were talking about Brock Purdy as he was on the Pat McAfee yeah. show the yeah. other day, and he said, "I know, man. I was undrafted." Well, no, you weren't. When maybe that was the attitude you had Real, to take. Yeah, he, Nobody
1: wanted one ninety nine. One ninety nine. He was he was hardly drafted. Well, that's but he burned, was drafted.
2: That's burned into your brain, though. You are thinking, no one wanted me. He didn't.
1: Uh, Willie Mays Hayes at the New England Patriots facility on the outside looked like looking to get in. They did draft him. Uh, Brock Purdy. I if they win a Super Bowl, are they still doing? I am going to Disney World.
2: You know, I don't know if they're
1: still doing that. Yeah. I don't know in if they're doing it. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing it anyway. You know, I, I the I don't first know. one to do that was. Bill Sims. That's right. Again. Sorry. What do you think? Wow. I apologize. What do you think you're talking to?
2: I'm a little hurt that you went behind my back to management. That's uh-huh. why. I'm trying to embarrass you on the air. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you're going to, listen, you're going to have to get up earlier in the morning. I can embarrass myself just fine. <laughs> I don't need your help. So I don't know if they're going to do, I would have a commercial already made. Not Brock Purdy going to Disney World. I would have a commercial that I would run with Brock Purdy joking, laughing about being Mr. Irrelevant. And, and maybe it's an inspirational thing. Maybe it's a public service announcement of some sorts. Hey, man. Hey, kids. You're not feeling great about yourself?
2: It's, it's funny you bring that up because I know that they used to it. I don't know if they do this anymore. At Disney World. They used to, for Mr. Irrelevant, they would bring him in and have a think big parade. Because uh, one of my high school teammates, Larry Wonky, uh-huh. was Mr. Irrelevant. He got to enjoy some time down there in Orlando. That they I... honored him for a couple of days.
1: Right. I think that's, a, I, you're right. I think that's that was a thing. I don't know wow. if it is. Oh, you... right. Now, Larry Wonky never won a Super Bowl, my guess is. No,
2: Larry Wonky never did win a Super Bowl. Yeah.
1: He wasn't a quarterback of a team that won a Super he Bowl. He started
2: at Pitt, then he transferred to John Carroll. Oh. He was a defensive lineman. Yeah. He broke his foot uh-huh. when he was a sophomore and I was a junior. Yeah, So he's kind of standing around, and they they say, Wonky, make yourself useful. They had him start throwing during drills uh-huh. to the defensive backs, and he was lighting everybody up. And they said, hmm, hmm. And they made him a quarterback. And the rest, as they say, is history, uh, interesting. Mr. Irrelevant history.
1: So it'd be, it'd be a hell of a split screen. You, you show him at the Mr. Irre- Irrelevant parade, and then you show him with confetti, hey, look at me. I mean, you do that stuff. I would do a commercial where I would work in as my product, whatever it is. We used to call us irrelevant, you know, Hydrox, the, the offshoot of the right. the real thing. We're not irrelevant. Right there on the shelves, right next to Oreos. Maybe I don't, I don't even know if Hydrox is still being made.
2: We blindfolded you. Could you tell the difference yes. between? No doubt. You may let me finish.
1: No doubt about. That's it. How insulting! No my doubt is. about. It. How dare you? Yeah, there are certain foods I'd say I don't even want to play. Yeah, I could, I could do the cooking.
2: We brought home Hydrox one time, and my son was like, I'm not eating. Oh, my goodness. This is what I'm dealing with. Well, high end. Yeah. You
1: sound, with all due respect, he sounds like a teenage girl. Yeah. Uh, label. You, you know the expression?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to say it, but, you know, I, I have one of those.
2: My other one is not. Oh, he's that. Yeah. And when you get to be that age, like, I don't know, he wanted this sweatshirt. I don't even know what it is. You order it at some TikTok store. Yeah. And so... Hold on. There's a TikTok store? Oh, yeah, you can order a bunch of stuff. So he got the sweatshirt, and then he said, this is fake, because his buddies at school told him it was fake. Interesting. I said, well, yeah, they know. Yeah. The knockoffs, huh? Yeah, they recognize that, huh? You're going to listen to them, not me. Something's wrong. Does Nike have two eyes? <laughs> anyway, the uh, 2018 draft, going back to the Super Bowl, loaded with quarterbacks. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield. Sam Darnold Interesting. is the first quarterback of that class to make it to the Super Bowl. He's the backup quarterback to the aforementioned Brock Purdy.
1: How many people who are NFL fans
2: would know that? Not a lot. I forgot about it. I read the story. Excuse That's the only me. reason I know.
1: Sir, ma'am, are you an NFL fan? Big NFL fan. He's a backup quarterback. San Francisco. I, I would. I probably would not have gotten
2: it. With his third franchise, drafted number three overall by the Jets, goes to Carolina and now finds himself with the Niners.
1: Is he inspired by Baker Mayfield, perhaps? Where. I'm here, and I'm learning things, and I'm with Shanahan, and I'm with a good group. Now, will somebody give me a chance? And Mayfield is sort of the poster boy. Yeah. Because Baker Mayfield, I don't think he's going to have to sign a one-year deal. I That's don't think right. he's going to
2: have to sign a two-year deal. No, and he was the number one overall pick, and the Browns are the Browns because they blew it with him. And the Jets are the Jets because they drafted Darneau or Darnold over all third. They drafted Zach Wilson second overall. And I don't know if you saw this uh, Diana Rossini athletic story going behind the scenes with what was going on with the Jets. When they benched Zach Wilson, he didn't want to go back in. He said, this is a mess. Why do I want to go back into this? And then Robert Sala got tired, allegedly, of hearing about the leaks and got all of the important people in the room and said, "Now, if the person responsible for the leak steps forward now, nothing else will be done. We'll forget about it. Nobody stepped forward. And then he said, I will take all of your phones to avoid these leaks happening. He threatened to take people's phones. Sorry, I I cannot have you be my head coach. I can't. You can't handle the situation. You're threatening to take away phones? What are you, a high school science teacher? You got to take my phone away? No, you're not taking my phone away. What are you, nuts?
1: Well, then you get paranoid every time you see Jimmy, the assistant oh. strength coach, on the phone.
2: Yeah, he also, allegedly, according to this article, and said, How come the Giants aren't getting the negative publicity that we're getting? They're struggling, too. Sorry, you can't be my head coach, if that's what your concern is. I can't have you in charge. Thank you. Can Stop you, by HR on the way out.
1: Can you imagine? He sees one of his assistants on their phone, and he's walking by muttering, I know it. I knew it was him, this guy in his phone. I think you wanted to take phones to check. Like I think he was gonna go.
2: Yeah, you're not you're not getting my phone. That's not happening.
1: What if it's a team issued phone? What if he says I'm now speaking for this organization? I'm, Give I, me your phone.
2: I'm I'm gonna need some other people above you to say that they need my phone.
1: I, I don't want to bring this up again, but this is the example of you vetted him out. You you interviewed him. You hashtag crapshoot. You talk to people about him. He's a leader of men. It's not a crapshoot. Who's standing in a room with other grown men that he, in all likelihood, hired, saying, I'm going to take your phone. If
2: you go to that press conference and you revisit the crapshoot issue with Arthur Blank, say this. In 21, you know, Arthur Smith had his pick. The Jets, the Eagles, the Lions, Mm. they all wanted Arthur Smith. And you wanted him, too. Because he was the boy genius. So, case in point, it's a crapshoot.
1: I think we're down to five guys who have been with their organization for more than, I think I did it five or six years. I think we're down to five of 32 who've hung out to get to this many, my hand, and one more on top yeah.
0: of
2: that. No one knows anything. They don't.
0: Here's it's the like only- Hollywood. Yeah.
2: They say the expression is Hollywood. No one knows nothing. Here's the only thing you know. The house always wins, eventually. hmm Case in point, the Super Bowl is going to be played in Vegas, Nevada. Last month, the month of January, pulled in a record $1.43 billion. The house always wins. You think you know, you don't know nothing. They know, you don't. You'll win every now and then, but they'll get their money back.
1: Oh, Oh, they want you to win a little bit. They want you to go home and tell everybody, It's easy. I'm rolling in money. Most people don't have the discipline to win. That's the other thing they have going for them. Most people don't have the discipline to walk away.
2: Here's my advice, and I learned this the hard way. Uh, if you gamble, and the first night you're there and you win a lot of money, don't go back to the tables. You're uh, not going to win again. You're not. You're going to give most of it back. Okay, with all due respect. then you're going to start gambling angry.
1: I know. With all due respect, you almost can't be my co-host by saying that. If I'm in Vegas, I win big. I have...
2: You have a nice three dinner. More the next da- night. I have three
1: more days in Vegas. I'm not gambling. You're
2: going to give the money back. <sighs> you want to keep John Kincaid? If you want to keep the money, I'm just telling you. I don't keep meat. the money. I want to make more money. You're not. It's easy. No, it's Look not. Look at me. I got money. Moolah. A couple of times I'm you rich. push in all your chips and then you win. Stop. Go. Go back to the room. You're going to go back to the room anyway.
1: It's not. It's, that's not what you do. I
2: mean, he does this every time, folks. For those that don't know, when he wants to go to the room, they will take all of his chips and play it all on one hand. I've never seen him lose. He wins every time he does that. I've, I've never seen anything like it. Some
1: guys have all the luck. I'm sitting at a $25 table sweating. $25, 25 a bet. How much money have you seen me push in, in a bet like
2: that? Uh, hundreds. A couple of hundreds. $300. Least, I think i have I've pushed $300. I just saw a lot of chips. I was hammered at the yeah, time. Yeah, just, There's a lot of chips, man.
1: And then I win, and what do I do? I don't leave. No, you keep going. Keep going.
2: I'm tired. I got to go. I, I, yeah, you're right. You know, you know what of, you do? You take your chips, then you go play poker. That's that's, that's your move. Used yeah, to that, look like brothers. Yeah, that's man. how I felt when I watched You, Brothers, <laughs> pushing all the chips.
1: You know what they realized too? Like to get to my room, I I don't know if I get lost on purpose. I just oh, there's the poker room. Mm-hmm. That's not an elevator. That's the poker room. I have I have played poker i told you i went to atlanta city one time i played poker for 36 of 40 hours 36 of 40 hours i played poker.
2: i'm not surprised at all uh keith armstrong was the star when the falcons did hard knocks the special teams we gotta
1: find those drops
2: and he was the guy that started going off on everybody you ain't good enough to be a that was him right yes that was keith armstrong he's 60 and he is retiring he Uh was the special teams coordinator for the buccaneers spent five years in tampa did get a Super Bowl ring he did. with Tom Brady, so I think that's a nice bow yeah. on the career of Keith Armstrong. 60, 60 you, is young.
1: It is. You can keep doing it. Uh, listen, hopefully it's he made some investments or whatever it is, and he, he goes, I've I, I, mic drop. Yeah, Everything I've done now is on my resume.
2: And oh. uh, I heard Chuck Oliver talking about it. Uh, Chuck Oliver from Chuck and Turnoff. He was on with the locker room this morning. Mm-hmm. You can listen to the locker room weekday 6 yes. to 10. Talking about Jeff Halfley leaving as the head coach at Boston College to become a defensive coordinator with the Packers. And this is something, Chris, that you've talked about and Pete Thamel talked about it as well. College coaching has become fundraising, and NIL, and recruiting your own team and transfers. There's no time to coach football anymore. So a lot of these coaches, like Halfley, figure, I'm just going to go to the NFL. And if I'm a good coordinator, I have a shot at becoming a head coach at the NFL.
1: Yep. It's an easier job. It just is. It's an easier job. College is... I don't want to say it's 365, 24-7, but it's really, it's pretty close. And at a certain point, you go, what's my life? What's, you know, what What am I doing here? Um, I'll, I'll you know, we'll wait. What are we doing? We'll, we'll get back to this. There is something, again, there's something. What are we doing,
2: the drive? Is that what you're going to ask? Yeah, maybe. It's coming up. Okay.
1: There, There is something. I'm going to write it down, too. Uh, yeah, I got it. We're good. <laughs> All right, make a note to yourself. Yeah, I got it.
2: We'll cover that in The Drive. Before we do The Drive, Atlanta finds out where they stand on the world stage this upcoming Sunday. That story before The Drive and Chris D'Amino's reminder to himself uh-huh. is next. D'Amino, Cellini, it's The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Domino Cellini here on the fan six eighty and ninety-three seven FM Chuck and Chernoff after us, our ex-platform question of the day. What's the ultimate stoner song? Having a little fun with that today. Like I said, we got sixty years of experience. That's why we can do these things. Fifty plus years with Chuck and Chernoff after us. I don't think they talk about pot down the hall. Oh I'm sad that, that's the difference yeah, between good, us and them.
1: My guess is legalizing it. What's going on in this state? Again, if you're going to ask me, I'd rather have uh, legalized, more legalized gaming mm-hmm. than pot.
2: And down the hall, if you want to have that discussion, you can listen to Atlanta's only conservative news talk station, 1063. you got Los, and you've got Rhino, and you've got Tug in the Morning, uh-huh. and then you've got the Kimmer. And Pete Davis. Taking but there's something, home in the in yeah, there's something in between.
1: Yeah, there's something. Yeah, there's there's
2: stuff in between. Honest. But uh, you know, that's how you start and end Honest. your day over there down the hall. A fine new addition to Georgia games this year. We'll get to that a little past the top of the hour. But Atlanta's World Cup future going to be announced on Sunday at three o'clock on Fox and Telemundo, as the FIFA will announce what games each of the sixteen host cities will receive. Now, I don't think Atlanta's getting. final. I think that's going to Jerry World, but we'll find out what Arthur Blank is going to have in store for everybody and what FIFA, in turn, will have in store for Arthur Blank. Three o'clock on Sunday.
1: Here's the good news. I don't know what games you're going to get. I don't know who's going to be competing, uh, what level, quarterfinals, semifinals. My guess is every seat that they want to sell will be sold. Um, That is
2: a safe assumption,
1: sir. Yeah, very safe Uh, assumption. you You can complain, oh, I can't believe we got that game, and then you'll sell tickets.
2: And there's going to be real grass inside of Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and every World Cup venue is going to have real grass because that's the way it works.
1: Turn off the GPS and let Domino take the wheel. It's a drive around the sports world presented by Marietta Toyota. At Marietta Toyota, every new Toyota includes our nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty. Family owned and operated since 1975. Stop in for a test drive or visit MariettaToyota.com. It's better in Marietta. So real quick, did you see the list of owners, the big names that are involved in this new PGA deal? It's a $3 billion deal. Arthur Blank's one of them. Yeah, and we talked about it when the live thing was even just rumored. Oh, man. You just need good old-fashioned American money. I don't really care how they make it. Don't look too deep, but if we get. In, it's $3 billion. And how are they going to show more golf on TV? Um, what are they going to do in terms of trying to create a fan base to prove that this investment has been worth it? I don't know. I can tell you this. I-, I like the idea of Augusta, certainly on Saturday or Sunday, when it's just 56 minutes. I'm almost convinced that golf tournaments maybe just the bigger ones are going to split screen or box commercials and stay on golf.
2: Colin Kawa said we need to see more golf shots. That, There you go. Because Look. if you see more golf shots, he says... You're interested? Will, and then because they're interested, they'll want to bet more. And that'll generate more interest than anything. You know That's what Colin
1: Morikawa. He should be commissioner of something. He understands. That's exactly right. The one thing that football has had going for it that baseball would kill for is the amount of money being bet. Golf shop bets... Shot to shot? Green. Miss green. Hit green. Fairway, no fairway. All day long. Live betting? Whew. I mean, people bet on a golf course anyway. You don't think that people are going to look at a some guy who's struggling with his driver and Somehow,
2: say. Somehow, some way, find a way to take advantage of that.
1: 50 bucks, no fairway. Think, hit a button. Bet is in.
2: 100 bucks says you slice. <laughs> <laughs> I never slice. It's all right, you can owe me. I owe you nothing years ago in Caddyshack. Uh, Rocco helped the judge find his pocket. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slide. Or his wallet in this instance. Yeah.
1: Do we have a couple of sound bites ready? you have James Harrison ready? Okay. Um, is this maybe the best play? People were trying to figure this out. Super Bowl history. You had a couple of game-winning kicks. We talked to, who the hell we talked to that said kicking should be banned, or it doesn't make any sense? Oh, that was
2: Ross Tucker. Ross
1: Tucker. So I don't know if he would say that a kick to win a field goal is really bad.
2: Adam Vinatieri. Jim yeah, O'Brien yeah. did it yeah. years ago with the Colts. Yeah.
1: Is this maybe the best play in Super Bowl history, though?
2: From the gun, Steelers show blitz. Here they come. He gets it away and it's picked off at
1: the goal line. Great. There's a flag thrown on the run back. James Harrison to run it back. And Harrison is past midfield. Harrison going down the sideline. Harrison's on his feet. Harrison is going to go way to get there.
2: Touchdown is signal. It's a 100-yard interception return. So that was the final play of the first half yes. in that Arizona-Pittsburgh Super Bowl, so if he doesn't score there, Pittsburgh gets no points, and I'm still not sure he scored. Well, it was inconclusive. They ruled it a touchdown initially, so they had to have the play stand.
1: There's a lot of people. They went back and did one. It was, let's, let's analyze this play, and they talked to him and other people. He said, we knew they were going to pass. We knew. We had that down. They talked about Kurt Warner, sort of as everybody's chasing him down. Kurt Warner didn't want to get into the mix. He's talked about that. He said, no, I'll run alongside a couple of people. But he was worried that somebody was going to blast him. One of the Raiders' defensive players says, I saw Warner. He wasn't going to tackle anybody, so I left him alone. He said, I had to figure out if there was somebody who really might want to tackle the guy on the play. But it might be the greatest play in Super Bowl history. Now, I know it doesn't end a game, so maybe that doesn't count. You know, the...
2: The helmet catch. Well, plus the way that game ended. What a yeah. throw and catch crazy. to end that game. Roethlisberger to Santonio Holmes. As Kurt
1: Warner said, I left the field in three Super Bowls up. I never got on the field again. I'm one and two. There's an example of he did everything he was supposed Think to do. Think about and how those two halves end. I know. It's crazy. That throw was... That might have been the best throw. Roethlisberger, for whatever it is, he's not. You know, look at me. I'm injured. Great time. catch, too. It's an incredible play. Like, you have... It's everything on the line. It's everything that everybody says. What are you going to do in a big moment? There it is. Just real quick. This is Dan Hurley in the huddle. Could you play for this guy or not?
2: Our toughest leader has risen. Our toughest leader has risen. Now we'll kick their ass in basketball. Tonight, now we'll outclass them in basketball. Be somebody in transition. Could you play for a guy like that? I don't have an issue,
1: man. He gets on referees too. He does death stares. He is the death there. He team. rallies
2: around his players yeah, there. Yeah. As opposed to Bobby Knight, who right. did not rally around his players Agreed. with greatest players. Agreed. After a while, I I, I couldn't play for a guy like that.
1: Toughness meter is just to kind of. His own. Own. I'm yeah, not judging, sure. I'm just telling you, it's not for me. Do you know what this is? Listen to this. That's what's happening. Very busy, I yeah, know it's that. it's very busy. It's a lot of things. Loud music to get you pumped. What do you usually want to be pumped for when you're doing what you do? It. What activity? We talked about it earlier in the show. Playing, weightlifting, lifting. Yeah, lifting. Doing you want anything, loud music. Yeah. yeah, you want loud music. You know,
2: driving in my car real fast. Yeah, yeah. With loud music. A sex party. A that sex party. Too, yeah. Loud music. Music would distract me though.
1: I can't. So have... you shouldn't be in a porn.
2: No. Oh no. With all those people around too. And then music. Yeah. There's there's too many oh, things happening. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I need like you know when I sleep it's the same deal. Any white noise. I think they do the music on the porn after. I think they added. I can't them. have quiet. I just you know put the fan on.
1: <laughs> well, that's a that's a hundred and forty eight pound kid. You know what he just did? Deadlifted seven hundred and fifteen pounds. Deadlifted seven hundred and fifteen pounds. That's easy. Mm, it's the opposite of that. It's a world record. One forty eight. You got to see the kid. It's like he's waiting. You have to get a go no go like green light. Sure. He drops it, he looks over, looks over, and then aches. So
2: this is an official meet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This isn't,
1: this isn't Johnny at Bally's. <laughs>
2: Arching his back when he's benching.
1: Yeah, this isn't one of those. This was, you get a green light, and then it was documented world record. 148 pounds. You gotta see this kid. He sort of built like, who put the plates on for him? I'll show you. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, they went nuts. Rightfully so. All right, we'll leave it at that. We got other stuff. We'll get to it. Yeah, we do. Uh including... I got my analogy about why people would leave college. All right, good. You, the NFL. you can
2: do that next because we are going to talk some college nice. athletics, including you, the Georgia fan. Get ready to booze it up on campus we go, like I said, when we come back. Did I you know? smell an endorsement deal. Chilini, it's the fan. NIL. 680 and 93.7 FM. N-